Hey, brewery lovers, and welcome back to Brew Daddies. This is Richard Fawal. I am sans Adam today. He's traveling, but I am fortunate enough to be in the future, current location of what will be Silver Branch Brewery in downtown Silver Spring, Maryland. We talked to Christian Lakey and Brett Robeson back in April. Uh, you can go back and listen to that episode. We talked to them a lot about the process of going from, hey, we want to make a brewery, we want to create a brewery, we want to build a brewery, to, okay, we're doing this. It's a brewery. We recorded that in basically the same space. We were on the brewing side of the space, and today we're in what's going to be the tap room. But uh, we wanted to come back and talk to these guys again and sort of see where in the two months they've gone and, and talk about how close they are to opening and some of the plans they have, as well as some of the collabs they've been doing in the last couple of months. So thank you guys very much for being here, Christian and Brett. Why don't you give everybody a quick update on sort of what's happened over the last two months? Uh, so much. Uh, just to clarify, right now we're actually sitting in what's going to be the uh, restrooms, so it won't, won't be the tap room proper, but <laughs> okay. where you visit after having a couple of beers. <laughs> well, that's going to be a special experience. I mean, absolutely. We all bathroom. look forward to the restrooms. I'll be able to say I was sitting here before there was even a toilet. <laughs> so, yeah, we have been up to a lot of different things recently. Right now, the thing that's on our mind is that we're on the cusp of signing a contract with a general contractor to build our space. Uh, the plans have been submitted to the county. We've gotten the first comments back from the review and need to take this back up to the, uh, to the planning commission tomorrow, get this back in the process. And so we've been doing some outreach along the lines of what you said, collaboration beers. We've been a little bit more active on Facebook and other social media. So just trying to make the transition from all about planning to becoming a bit more visible and present in, in the public eye. That's awesome. I mean, it's, it's, the progress is fantastic. And uh, getting to that point, I know it's got to be really exciting where it's like, okay, we're, we're at the final stage before the build begins, right? What are some of the challenges that have, have hit you over the last two months in the process? Because I know there have to be some. Like, it was certainly not smooth sailing, was it? Well, when you're quoting GCs, um, one of the things that you run into is we had one that we were very much interested in working with and uh, they just were honest with us and felt like they were overbooked on projects and decided to back out and so it's kind of this um, this process of meeting with a bunch of different people getting some information whittling it down but then it's a such a meaningful decision that you have to take the appropriate amount of time to evaluate not just the numbers, but also for us, what's really important is, do we like working with these people? And we find that all throughout this process. And we intend to carry that forward. You know, there's the financial element of everything. And then there's the other side of business, right? And because we are who we are, that other side of business is really meaningful for us. And making those human connections and determining who we want to work with is also really important. You know, we're not always going for the cheapest. Although if you provide a service and it's cheap, call me, <laughs> but you know, it's, it is, it's a really important part. And so that you're always at odds with yourself. Cause you're like, go, go, go. I want this to happen right now. But you're also trying to be like, but wait, I need to like think through this critically and I need to make sure I make the right decision, you know? And, and, and then also it's, you know, there's two of us, not one. And so we always have to make sure we're on the same page and, you know, 95% of the time that's happening 
And when there's a gap, then we work through it. And that's the best part about working together is figuring out that we're able to accomplish that because these can sometimes be stressful conversations. But in the end, you know, I'm very confident that uh, it's all going to work out. So going through that kind of stuff is at moments fun and at moments harried, but it's always good. Awesome. Well, I noticed that on Facebook, you guys posted the uh, um, the designs, the, the initial drawings for what the place is going to look like. It looks really nice, like really. I mean, you get to work with such an open space and kind of do what you want. Why don't you tell us a little bit about sort of what you're thinking is on how these designs are, and we'll make sure that you know people can see the, the designs that you shared on social media as well. One of the things that Brett and I both knew coming into the process was that we wanted to have a tap room with a bit more of a finished feel than some other breweries have. It's partially because of where we are in downtown Silver Spring. We're not in an industrial park, but it's also part of the beer experiences we've had over the many years of travel and uh, drinking. The ones that we've enjoyed particularly are places that have a bit of a um, finished feel to them. I mean, a sense of a style or ambiance that really makes you want to go back and experience it again and again. And oftentimes when we visit places, we go back again and again because of the beer, not necessarily because of the ambiance. And this is a spot where we're hoping people will come back for both. And um, that's one of the reasons why we, we chose to work with uh, a designer that Brett worked with uh, during the opening of Republic Restaurant. Uh, who did a great job there, and we challenged her with coming up with a great design that didn't cost as much as a place like Republic, and she did great, and we were really excited about uh, the, the designs that she's developed for us. Well, I think it is, I think you're right that uh, where we are right now is essentially on the line between businesses, offices, I mean, where this is, your brewery is going to be in a multi-building office center, here, um, but there's residential across the street and just down the street. So having a feel that's more comfortable and less industrial, I think, is is going to make this a place that people sort of come after work and on Saturday mornings and all of that stuff that just makes it feel very, very comfortable. So I'm excited about it and looking forward to uh, being able to, to, to be here often. Yeah. And one thing to that end is, you know, we're uh, very openly embracing this idea of going where some people um, maybe were not as interested in going. You know, I've talked to some restaurateurs and they'll say for various reasons that, oh, yeah, that's maybe not the place that they want to be. But we're all about Silver Spring and being here is really important. And we think that we have a really good chance to provide a community atmosphere for happy hour, weekend and families. You know, and I think those three things combined are really what what we're going for is being a kind of almost like a third space is a buzzword that keeps coming up for us. We've been talking uh, on Brew Daddies to a lot of breweries that, that are really going for that sort of neighborhood focal point kind of feel in what they're doing. Um, Peabody Heights in in Baltimore very much has that. They We were there on a Saturday a, a month or so ago and it was families and it was, you know, it was that their focal point is being part of a neighborhood. And I, you guys are definitely doing the same thing here. And I think that's a new trend I'm seeing in a lot of breweries of, of being 
a, you guys are going to be a production brewery, right? You're going to distribute beyond just the tap room here, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I'm seeing a lot more breweries like that that are moving away from sort of the industrial aspect of their, their facilities and their tap rooms and, and really wanting to be a part of the neighborhood. And I think we talked about this briefly the last time we chatted. One of the things that we really hope to achieve with our our, our tap room and our beer garden is this uh, beer garden characteristic of families coming out and enjoying a nice weekend afternoon together. And that's both part of the Midwestern American experience and it's certainly part of the German experience. So we were quite intentional that that, that is something that we wanted for our, for our space. And you're right, a lot of places are, are doing it now and I'm really happy to see that because visiting breweries or beer gardens has always been uh, part of the, the American experience and, and it, it, for a while it seems like going out to have a beer became an exclusive adult uh, thing to do. And I'm glad to see now that families uh, go out together for a spot and the kids can have a soda, the parents can have a beer, everybody can play a game together. Uh, and, and it's just a nice way to spend a Sunday afternoon. I think the proliferation of craft breweries kind of all over the country that are doing similar things is a really good indication of there's an open need for this, right? Because there's a clear distinction between a restaurant bar environment and one where you're going to go and hang out and catch up and be part of a community. I, I say that it, in a lot of ways, it more closely resembles a coffee shop than a traditional restaurant, you know, and when people think about us, I think that's what we're hoping for. The only difference is instead of having coffee be our focus, it's beer, right? But it's similar in that you might go catch up with a friend, talk about whatever. You may go have a work meeting there. You may start with work and then turn into friendship. Who, you know, that's kind of what we're going for. Yeah, I think that's that's really important. Um, I moved to Texas from Alabama in 1988. And I uh, moved to Central Texas, which has a strong German tradition. A lot of, you know, there were a lot of German immigrants in the 19th century who went to Central Texas. So there were beer gardens. That's what they were. And most of them had food and they had a restaurant, but it was open air spaces outside for drinking beer. Uh, and it was a new concept to me, but I certainly fell in love with it and, and going to those spaces um schultz's beer garden is the most famous in austin uh, and and going to these places and, and having that experience you just described where going and drinking there was like yes you can go to the coffee shop or you can go to the beer garden it was something that i really fell in love with and when i moved here to the dc area and found that that didn't exist anywhere i was profoundly disappointed and just the whole the whole idea of drinking beer was different here you know i mean for me what you guys are doing and what what these other folks are doing is really a, a great trend in sort of growing the idea of local craft brew not just being something you go you can you can now get at the supermarket but being an experience that that people have and that's really what we want what we like to talk about on this podcast is is the idea of the brewery as a community focal point and is is something people do one thing so, I'd like to throw out is that it's not an either-or proposition necessarily. We will have coffee. We will have craft soda. We'll have tea. So you can come here regardless of what craft beverage you are interested in consuming and enjoy it in our beautiful space. I just wanted to throw that out there because it's, it's meant to be an inclusive space. 
So why don't we talk a little bit about sort of what your timeline is, when, when you think you're opening, and uh, what people can expect as you get closer and closer. So the timeline will become increasingly apparent in the coming weeks as we file, as we sign a contract with a general contractor, and uh, they can pin down the specific um, critical pathways of, of the build-out. The one that's the most challenging right now is having the steel constructed. There needs to be a lot of structural steel put into the floor where the brewery is going to be. That's going to be the limiting factor in terms of how quickly this uh, build-out can happen. So once we get those details uh, illuminated somewhat, then we'll be able to put a more firm date on it. But it looks like we can be pretty optimistic that either mid to late November or early to mid uh, December is a reasonable time frame for us to be to be uh, throwing out there. If we open up in mid November, we may not have all of our brands brewed at that point in time yet, um, but uh, we're just uh, anxious to get open and to share our space with the public. So some of the exact details are still being ironed out, but somewhere from between mid-November and mid-December is what we're aiming for. That's fantastic. That was that was the timeline we talked about two months ago. So that's that's really exciting that that you're still on par for opening by the end of the year. Um, is there any is there any chance that you guys might open the tap room side and do some uh, brewing outside of the place while the brewery end of it gets built out? Well, we've floated the idea of doing a couple collaborations with a few of our friends in the industry in advance of opening so that we have a couple of those beers and then also beers that we've brewed in-house. Um, so I think we're looking to have a healthy mix, you know. We really want to make sure that we have an opportunity to at least begin showcasing what it is that we intend to do. Uh, you know, so we want to ensure that we have enough time to brew a real ale that we're going to have on uh, engine. And we want to be able to brew at least a couple of our flagships and possibly some collaborations. So it really is going to come down to a timing thing and sort of like the way that we've approached everything else. We will be eager to open um, but we won't rush it. And so if we don't feel like we can execute our total vision of what it is that we're really going for, then we will wait that additional amount of time to get our doors open. You know, I mean, it's a simple thing, but I've seen a couple of restaurant openings before, and I think there's a lot to be said for it's hard because <laughs> there's that eagerness right there. It's always staring you in the face like, go, go, go. Uh, but it, it, you know, I'm confident in our shared discipline to be able to say we know. And I mean, honestly, some of this stuff can be planned and thought out to the highest measure. And then sometimes it's just gut feeling. You know, it's sort of like you look at each other in the face and you're like, are we ready to do this? And it's like, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. You know, that's awesome. It's a. Uh... Yeah, I think when you're doing something like this, it always is. You always have to tamper that rush, rush, rush. Like, I want to do the next thing. Like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Especially when there's finances involved, right? The day you open is the day that you start generating revenue, right? Makes the investors happy. <laughs> Makes everybody happy. But if you do it wrong, you know, it, it, it can be a catastrophe. So doing it right is, is important. 
for the record, on this podcast, I sound like the cool and calm collected one, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm the guy that tries to rush everything. So Christian's the one that actually meters us, just to be clear. <laughs> Good for you, Christian. We each have somebody, our roles. Somebody's got to, everybody's got a role, right? I'm going to ask you a couple of interesting, what I think are interesting questions. Over the Okay, so you're, you're looking at November to December, a great timeline, that's close, that's that the six months you know, away, basically, you're on the verge of doing this. What do each of you find the scariest about what you're facing between now and opening day? It's a really interesting question, and it's hard to put an answer to because in any given day, there are different anxieties. And so I'm going to be one of these lame people who doesn't give you a direct answer. My son likes to ask me questions about what's your favorite this or my favorite that or if you had to choose this or you had to choose that, which would it be? And I'm very poor at answering those questions. Um, you know, some days it's you know, managing the finances so that we know that we have enough working capital when we open to, to make it through the lean months after, after opening. Other days it's, wow, how are we going to get all of these to-dos completed by the time that we open? Uh, and then, you know, on another day, it might be just the question of, gosh, when all those people come rushing through the door, you know, it's, it's just it's all going to be on us and making sure everybody has an amazing time and the, just the, the um, making sure that the proof is in the pudding in terms of, yeah, you know, everything we've worked for these last few years are actually as amazing as we uh, want them to be. So I don't think that's much of an answer, but uh, if I had to put one thing on it, I think it's uh, you know the question of just um, you know, getting into the brewery with the the new equipment and making sure that those first batches are as amazing as I want them to be. That's a brewer answer. I think um, it's a little further out for you guys than it was for me. But do you recall that time when you were maybe like a freshman in high school and it was like your first day, and you were just walking in and you just were. <laughs> Like had no vividly. idea. <laughs> vividly, I remember that. No day. idea what to expect, and you had truckloads of anxiety around. You know, it's it's uh, exactly what Christian just said, but just phrased a slightly different way. I mean, I that I think that's the thing. I think on some level, when you're putting your heart and soul into something, and it's been so many years in the making, and it's so much careful thought, and w- together we have dedicated our lives to learning about this as a subject matter, and just overall like so much is going into it honestly like at some point you're just like will everyone like me <laughs> you know like it's like yeah. i mean that's like the that's the you know that's that's the truth it's just you're just like i i really want everyone to like you know think that we're awesome like and to like the beer and to like coming here and you know you nobody nobody wants to be the smelly kid so <laughs> And he, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was a great example or, or metaphor for for I think something like this because as soon as you said that I actually remembered that and it was thirty five plus oh, thir- almost forty years ago or something that was thirty five years ago, but I still remember that feeling so I can totally relate to that, and I hope the listeners can too. So tell me what you are most I don't want to say most excited about because. I, I know that'll be impossible to answer. What's the one thing that you're most looking forward to? Like, is it 
pouring that first beer or is it the first time this room is full of customers or you, you know what I mean like what's what's that point where you where, is there a point that in your head you think is going to be that moment when you feel like did it I'll speak for myself but I think we're both excited about it uh, we have talked about some different versions of a grand opening and I'm not ex- exactly sure at which party or on what day this happens but we'll probably be a couple of different versions of it early on. But uh, I really want to have somebody smash, who's never done this before, smash a mallet of, uh, you know, like a keg of beer on the bar in front of a lot of onlookers. You know, that's always like, that never gets old. It's just like, for me, like just, and the thing is, is because like you, you look at it and you're like, oh, okay, that seems easy enough. But like, having done it several times it's like yeah it's it's pretty straightforward once you get it but it's always a uh, comical and fun and and lighthearted and kind of cheerful when somebody who's not had so much experience is trying to get up there doing it and you're trying to coach them through it and they're uh i, I don't know i think it's it's a fun way and it's it's definitely something where you have a lot of people looking and they're all kind of it's that moment where they get to cheer you on and be like oh man okay here's the here's the celebratory moment where we're celebrating Hey, beer, we got it. We did it. We're open. We're serving it. Let's go. You know, that that for me is, is going to be a really cool moment. That's fantastic. You got anything, Christian? Well, I think my answer is actually quite similar in that I think you pretty much said it yourself. The, the day that I look out here and I see this tap room full of people with glasses of beer, soda, wine, you name it, in front of them, and they're all just sitting around chatting, having a nice time together, that's when it's going to feel like it's all come to fruition. Yeah, well, I'm hoping to be here on that day. Speaking of that day, I know that you guys are already starting to do some marketing stuff and already starting to build a community around the brewery, around Silver Branch. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your, you know, what, what you're doing to get folks involved at this stage? At the beginning of this month, uh, which is June, we launched uh, our Founders Club, which is us looking for interested individuals in the area that want to be part of opening our brewery. And with that, there's a great sense of like pride and ownership and knowing that you directly contributed to helping us accomplish our dreams. And then beyond that, it's something where you know that we're only offering at this period of time before we open. And it's a way of saying for us, thank you to the people that supported us before we were able to get out there and get open. And with that comes, you know, some really cool glassware and some t-shirts and stuff. But it's more about building our foundational base of enthusiastic supporters. It's a really good feeling because we started it recently and it's sort of that like, do you like me? (laughs) When people sign up, it's like, yes, yes, you do. It turns out you do, you know? And so because we are who we are, it's it's sort of like that gemütli type feeling, that sense of like, this is a place where we know your name. And this is a place where when you walk in the door, you get a chance to just see some old faces. And we're trying to generate that at open. And part of how we do that is by having people who support us before opening. Something that's felt really good in these last uh, week, I would say or so, is as we've gotten more active on Facebook and social media broadly, that people who work here in this uh, Silver Spring uh, Metro Plaza 
building complex and some other people who live in Silver Spring have been starting to sign up as well. So it's not just family, friends, long-term homebrew club acquaintances any longer. It's actually started to grow now into the, the broader community. So that's been really nice for us as well. One thing um, you said, Brett, just a minute ago uh, was Gemüt Gemütlichkeit. Gemütlichkeit. I used to know a little bit of German. Gemütlichkeit. Yeah. Gemütlichkeit. Yeah. We explained that. You guys explained that really, really well in the in the last episode where we talked to you guys. So I'd encourage our listeners to go back. It's the April, I think April 15th episode, Silver Branch Brewing Company. Check it out and understand why Gemütlichkeit is important to these guys and what it means for what they're trying to build. It's actually, um, you know, it's, it's funny. When we were talking earlier, we mentioned this whole idea of experience. Well, a lot of what sits underneath that is the foundational brand elements of us deciding who we want to be. And our tagline and mantra for ourselves and then also to the world is explore your world and experience Gemütlichkeit, right? And so it's like we're sort of saying go forth and see what's out there and try new things and at the same time seek out good cheer and friendships and relationships with people because that's all you kind of really have at the end of the day. I mean, people have material possessions, but what you really have are, are relationships, right? And so it's this idea of um, building that kind of sense of camaraderie and community. So it's, it's fun. It's also... <laughs> We're doing it in part because we want to make people say it and see how it goes. Gemütlichkeit. <laughs> yes. You're, yes. Every time you say it, you get a little bit better. Excellent. Well, I think everybody who's listening to this podcast should definitely check them out. Uh, you've got a website. It's silverbranchbrewing.com. Silver, silver and you can sign up for the Founders Club there. That's right. This should be something you should do because this is really, I think, going to be a great uh, central location. For, for everyone to come and enjoy some great craft beer. Denizens is right down the road, so you can do a little bit of a tour. Astrolab's opening up right down the road as well. Astro, so we've got, yep. we'll have three breweries within walking distance. Oh, that's a weekend for you. <laughs> yeah, that's actually something that we're really looking forward to um, and hoping for is that uh, on Saturdays and Sundays, people will say, oh, you know, uh, let's go to Silver Spring and let's check out all the breweries. And we found that that was... Uh, big part of what made the beer scene out in Loudoun County so successful and kind of put it on the map was it wasn't the power that one entity brought to the community. It was the fact that it normalized things collectively in a way where it was like, okay, like beer is a part of that community now. And so people are accustomed to going out there and saying, hey, let's go check out two or three breweries in the same day. Well, I'll tell you what. Thank you guys for being here with us. Um, we're going to come back in a couple of months, and I'm going to want to talk to you guys a lot more then about what kind of styles of beer you guys plan, because then we'll just be a few months away from opening, right? That's right. It's right around the corner. Yeah. So let's let's get back together in a, in a couple of months and talk then about some of the specific things you're going to be brewing and putting out there and... Uh, Maybe some of this will be built out and we can talk about how, how the tap room's coming together. I really appreciate you guys being a part of Brew Daddies and joining us for this episode. Thank you so much. And is there anything that you want folks to know about, about the brewery or what they can do? One, one last shameless plug. We will be uh, pouring beer at Republic 
in Tacoma Park on July 4th for their fifth annual Freedom Fest. So that'll be a really good opportunity for people to try a couple R&D versions, uh, homebrew versions of some beers that we have put together. So if, uh, if you're around the Tacoma Silver Spring area and you get a chance, definitely swing by Republic on July 4th. And I'll just say that um, a reminder that we have the Founders Club available. Get on our website at silverbranchbrewing.com and check out the Founders Club and be part of opening Silver Branch. Thank you guys both so much for being on Brew Daddies, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Thank you.